Good evening, everybody. This is Reverend Essie at New Birth Ministries. And it is 4.55 p.m. on Saturday, December 4th, 2021. And the sun is going down and it is gorgeous here in the country where I live at. I live in a place that's surrounded by land and horses. So you can only imagine how much peace that passes all understanding that I have here. God is good. Now, six months ago in July, I couldn't say that. I was surrounded by hell and confusion, and I was constantly praying, praying, praying. I know I asked the Lord to forgive me for complaining, but sometimes it got so bad. Uh, my daughter and I, we were literally squelched in a house. We couldn't go outside, and we had to be careful, even emptying our garbage, because some of the people, uh, some of our neighbors, I had a rap sheet from here to Hawaii, and one of the things that was on a rap sheet was the fact that they like to sling garbage all over in public places. <laughs> and you know, It was really, it's a long story. We could literally write a book on it, but I want to testify that God delivered us out of that stuff. Amen. God is so good. God is so good. And the older I get, I have a birthday coming up on December 7th. I, what, Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> I don't have a calendar here with me, but I'm sitting at my table. Um, in my living room, but um, my birthday's coming up on December 7th, and I am so thankful that God kept me going through all these years. You know, we all have testimonies, and if we would sit down and tell our testimony about where we came from, it would blow people's minds. Sometimes people hold things back and they don't like to tell what they've been through. That's understandable, you know, but once you get comfortable enough to tell it, God will give you the strength to get over all that you've been through in your life. Every time you go through something, me and my friend Bobby and his wife, we were on uh, the telephone earlier talking about it and they were saying, Bobby and Sandy, and they were saying that the more things you go through, the tougher you get. And it's very, very true. The more things you go through, the tougher you get. Uh, my friend has been in the entertainment industry for years. I mean, with Perry Como, um, the, he's been, he, he knows all of them. And he brought me into it with him. And I thank God for that opportunity. And I'm even in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania's Historical Society. They have me in their history books. Amen. So I have a lot to be thankful. I have a lot to thank God for. I didn't get myself there, you know, but me and Bobby and Sandy, we have really nice conversations and they get deep. And I just don't, I don't, I don't talk like I'm the preacher of the group and they don't try to over talk me. I don't try to over talk them. We all listen to one another and we have excellent conversations. Amen. Amen. But the older you get, the wiser you should get, you know, for these old people walking around here, just acting like fools. That's embarrassing, you know, and, and it's embarrassing and it doesn't make God look good, especially if they're calling themselves being Christians. Amen. By the time you get to a certain age, you should be straightened up. How they used to say straighten up and fly right. Amen. Praise Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. He's the one straighten up and fly right. Be on his side and show everybody that you're on his side. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good, and I am going to thank him every day of my life for being good. I thank him for you listeners that listen to my blogs, listen to my sermons. Um, I do my sermon every Sunday uh, at 10 a.m., 
at 1-732-434-3823 at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you're, all you have to do is just uh, mute your phone, okay? Get a drink and a snack, uh, get a tablet or a pen, whatever you're going to use to take some notes, and just sit back and chill and listen to me speak for about 30 to 40 minutes. And that's it. I try not to go too long because, you know, people's attention spans are shorter nowadays. They're not doing it to be ignorant, you know, but um, people just, we, they, hey, you know, time's flying and people have things to do. Amen. So you got to get it in. <laughs> Amen. Get it in. Let the Holy Ghost do his thing. Amen. And get it in. Now there's times he has taken me about 50 minutes. All right. I try not to go that long, but if that's what he wants, that's what he gets. Amen. If people don't like it, they can come back, listen to the second part another day. Amen. But I'm very, very thankful for you guys that listen to this. And I also got a report back from Anchor, um, Spotify, actually. And they said that um, six of my listeners listen to my podcast more than any other podcasts. And that blew my mind. I thought I was seeing things, right? You know, God is good. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, don't forget where you came from. Amen. Give God all the glory, all the honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had a little time here with myself tonight, with with the Lord, actually. Uh, my daughter uh, has, has had company for a couple of days, and she is away for a while. She's coming back, I think, this evening <laughs> um, or early morning. I'm not sure. And she's having a beautiful time. And you know what? She des- All the stuff she's been through, she deserves it more than anybody else I know. Amen. Amen. So while she's gone, I've been praising and praying the Lord to the Lord. I've been speaking in tongues. I laid in bed. See, I like to wake up whenever I'm, whenever, whatever happens, whoever, sometimes God wakes you up three or four o'clock in the morning, two, three, four, whatever, five. And sometimes it's the enemy waking you up just so that you can't get any sleep. But most of the time it's God so that he could show you something. Or he, talk, he just wants to talk with you. And so what I do is I, I've literally gotten to the point where I could wake up two or three times a night, you know, and sometimes I talk to God. Sometimes I talk in tongues. Sometimes I go to the bathroom. Sometimes I wake up and I, and I pray for everybody. I try not to leave out anybody. I, I'm one of those kind of people. I don't like to just pray for my friends. I pray for everybody around the world because we all have souls. Amen. And I pray, which means you're included, whether I know your name or not. Okay. And we should all do that for one another. And I take advantage of that and I pray and I've got, it's gotten to the point now where I am 60 something. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Okay. I'm 60 something. And, um, twice the age that my parents were when they died. And, uh, I thank God that I got to live this long. It was only him that caused me to live this long. And when I wake up, I take advantage of that and I pray. And sometimes I sing. It all depends. I don't sing out loud. I, I sing. I sing out loud, but I don't sing loud. You know, I, I'll sing a little praise and worship song, make up a little something, something for the Lord. Um, and you should do the same thing, Amen. You know, um, I made a song up last night. I made a, a poem up last night, and I can't remember. It's something like, um, well, I partially made it up. And it's like, uh, now I lay me down to sleep. I know the Lord, my soul will keep, if I. I, how do I say, if I should die before I awake, the Lord said, my soul, he will already take or something like that. It was, I can't remember how I said it, but it was so cool. And I laid there, I was like, wow, that was really neat. (laughs) You know, so don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of what you say. Don't be ashamed how you talk to the Lord. Don't be ashamed of of the poetry that you write or the songs that you sing or just the way you think. 
You know, he likes to listen to you. He likes to watch you. He likes to hear from you. Amen. God loves you. He loves you. And you know, those people that say, uh, there's some people that say, I have the uh, Bible open right now to a, to a certain scripture where, uh, you know, people always want to be better than each other. I'm better than him. I'm better than her. You know, they can't outdo me. You can't touch this. <laughs> you know, um, th- let's see what Jesus has to say about that. Okay. At the same time, can, I, I am in uh, Matthew chapter 18. It says, at the same time came the disciples to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Isn't this what we go through as Christians? Who's better? What preacher is better than the other one? This preacher is better than that preacher. And I'm better than my, I love the Lord more than my sisters and brothers do. Or that, you don't know that. We have to be very, very careful talking like that. It says, and Jesus called a little child unto them, unto him. And he set him in the middle of them. Okay. That he took, Jesus took a child, put him in the middle of him and the apostles, disciples, and said, verily, I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. That means Jesus wants you to be simple. He wants you to be plain. Amen. He wants you to be teachable. People get saved and, and they think they have arrived and they think they're all that in a bag of chips and you can't hit them in the behind with a red apple, pardon my expression. And, and, and that's it. That's pride. And God can't show them nothing. He can't tell them anything because they think they know everything. Amen. Remain teachable. And then they want to know who's better. Okay. And he says, um, you have, you have to become innocent. Children have innocence in them. Did you notice ever since we grew up, some of you, however old you are, as you get older, you lose some of your innocence. And you're like, wait a minute, when I was younger, I had fun. I enjoyed things more. All I do now is pay bills. Did you ever notice that you ever just sit down and say, all I do now is pay bills and worry about folks and worry about stuff. <laughs> you know, and, and when you sit down and you try to read, it's hard to relax because there's so much turmoil going on in the world right now. The world is in, in, in pains right now, in birthing pains, and a lot of mess is happening. And have you ever noticed? I've noticed this, and, and I've heard a few, even my daughter said, and I know a few other people that said the same thing. Have you ever noticed when you lay down and go to bed, there is a buzzing in your head? I, I, don't, I don't know if some of you noticed. I have. And I have to pray about it. And I'm like, in the name of Jesus, whatever this buzzing sound is, I command you to leave my brain right now. It's like, it's like electric, like there's electric going on, like electric wires in your head and just constantly buzzing. If you stop and listen to yourself when you lay down at night, and especially you people, if you're like me on certain medications or whatever, medications can cause that to happen as well too. There's times when I'm laying in bed and I can hear the buzzing a little bit because I've calmed down for a couple of hours or really a couple of minutes or whatever, half hour, you know, hour, whatever. But as soon as I change positions, whenever you change positions and your blood uh, starts flowing a different way because you change positions, your body's a different way, you can hear it come back. And then it gets quieter. It gets more and more quiet as you relax. And this is crazy. I don't know if it's from uh, worry that we're going through down here on earth. You know, God tells us not to worry. I don't know if it's stress. You, Some people say it's that E, 
I can't electric magnetic EMT or something. Some people say it's electric magnetic stuff that man is doing to people. And, and other people say this is, uh, what else have I heard? Oh, um, it could be from the staring at the telephones all day. That might be, it could be from looking at computer uh, screens all day long. That could be, you know, I don't know but I'm sure you may have noticed it too. We need to learn to relax, be simple, be teachable in Christ Jesus. Learn to take care of your body, take care of yourself and get some rest. Get some rest. I sat up in the office. I worked in the courthouse and stuff for years. I, I had office jobs. I worked at Bell Atlantic before it even became that Verizon. Okay, we didn't like that name. I walked on a picket line whenever they changed names and we hated that name Verizon, but I've been in an office chair all my life. Well, practically most of my life is as long as from the time I was able to get a job and I'm used to sitting up all the time and that can affect you. You got to get some rest. I'm used to sitting up all the time. You could cut off your, your blood flow, get yourself one of those old fashioned footstools or something and, and, and rest your legs up while you're sitting in a chair. Cause when you're sitting in a chair, you're, you're cutting off your blood flow, blood supply. You know, and you don't get any rest and, and you're sitting up all the time and then your body is ship shaping or whatever, changing shape, shapes, you know, as you're getting older because you're sitting in the same spot all the time. The chair is wearing out. You know, you get up off the chair and your your pattern is on the chair. You know, we have done so much lately in, in this world that we are not rested. We're not resting in Christ Jesus. God said rest, didn't he? That's why he gave us this. That's why he gave us the day of rest. Even God rested and he didn't have to. So, you know, he wants us to rest. Amen. So Jesus is telling us to humble. He said, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You want to be great? Humble yourself. The song says, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And some of you repeat after. Humble yourself in the sight of the humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he and he shall lift, shall lift you up higher and higher. And he shall lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Sing it with me. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up higher and higher. And he shall lift you up. You want to be lifted? Humble yourself. We need to humble ourselves, take ourselves down off of some of those shelves that we have ourselves on. Amen. And let God lift us up. Now, it's okay. Okay. There's there's one thing in having uh, self-confidence. There's one thing in being bold for Christ. But there's another thing that's similar. A bad word begins with an A. Arrogance. You do not want to be arrogant. Where's one? An angel that was in heaven that became very arrogant and wanted to do his own thing and gave us problems today. So don't be arrogant. Amen. And then he says, at verse five, and whoso shall receive one such a child in my name receives me. 
Jesus, you ever hear a song, Jesus loves the little children of the of the world? Yes, he does. Jesus came down as a child. Jesus loves children. Hallelujah. He took care of me. I was parentless at the age. I, I had lost two sets of parents at the age of eight. The first set committed suicide, murder, suicide. And the second set, the, the, the father, the, the guy that I thought was my real dad told me not to call him dad anymore. I found out he was my uncle. And then the woman that, that was taking care of me, the one that I loved dearly, my mother, she died when I was eight of leukemia. I was on my own from the age of eight. Amen. And I am 60 some right now. Okay. God brought me a mighty long way. Hallelujah. I'm twice, as I was saying earlier, I'm twice as old as my parents when they died, both sets. So tell me, I don't have something to, to, to praise the Lord for. Amen. And feeling good, <laughs> feeling good, looking well. I have my days. Don't get me wrong, but I pray, I pray it out. Because God lives in me and, 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 and sickness and disease and, and, and depression and, and oppression and things like that. They cannot live in me because God lives in me. God doesn't share his residence. Remember that God doesn't share his residence. That stuff that's trying to bother you, pain, misery, things, whatever you go through in your life. Just remember the God inside of you is not going to allow oil and water don't mix. Amen. Oil and water does not mix. And verse six says, but when, but who so shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, if it would be better for him, uh, to have a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Jesus said, if you have, if you offend one of his children, if you offend someone that loves him, has to depend on him because he's all they have. Jesus was all that I had. So listen, guys, if any of you listening to this went through some kind of same, not maybe the same thing, but if you went through something in your life where Jesus was all that you had, he was fighting your battles for you and, and put the past in the past because everybody that came up against you, Jesus fought against. Amen. He said it'd be better for them to have a millstone around their neck and pushed into the water, pushed into the sea. He said, what does it say? Touch not my anointed and leave my, my, uh, prophets uh, and do my prophets no harm. Amen. Woe unto this world because of offenses for it. Are we there now, guys? I would say we're there. Woe unto this world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man by whom the offense cometh. In other words, don't offend people, especially on purpose. Watch your mouth, watch how you talk to people, and don't hurt people's feelings on purpose. You have to remember what goes around, comes around, and that is uh, what I want to say. Um, oh, it's in the Bible a couple times. Amen. Um, what goes around comes around and whatever you do to somebody, it is going to come back to you. Amen. I think Colossians four five, I want to say it is, uh, wait, let me see if I can find it. Real oh yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay. What goes around. I write, I write my Bible y'all. Um, yeah. Colossians three 25, uh, second Timothy four 14 also. You can go to Deuteronomy 32, 35, 2 Samuel 3, 39, and Psalm 7, 16. 
And I also have here Habakkuk 3.13, I want to say. It's either 3.3 3, or if it looks like a 1 in front of it. Habakkuk 3.13. What goes around comes around. You can bet the farm on it. They're going to get it back. And if you do it to anybody else, you're going to get it back. Amen. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to come on and speak that out to you a little bit and um, pray about and talk to you about, um, you know, accepting little children, humble ourselves. As I said earlier, I, I keep saying this over and over and it's very true. Everybody's waiting for Jesus to come back. And Jesus is like, he's saying, did you humble yourself yet? He doesn't know when he's coming back. Only the Father, only God the Father, Jehovah, knows when he's going to send Jesus back. So until then, y'all, let's humble ourselves. Don't ever, don't ever stop asking God to forgive you. If you, It's called a trespass. If you do something on purpose, it's called a trespass. And doesn't the Bible tell us when we're praying, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who messed up against us? <laughs> Amen trespassed against us. Amen. So don't ever, ever, ever stop asking God to forgive you. And that is the word. I hope you come on tomorrow morning. I have a good word tomorrow morning. The hint is hallelujah. And that's all I'm going to tell you. One, seven, three, two, four, three, four, three, eight, two, three, 10 a.m. Reverend Essie signing off. Goodbye. And God bless you.